On our last Let's Wrap, we open up with our intro, Affairs of Entanglement. We talked about there are times in our lives when we allow other people's problems, other people's situations or circumstance to creep into our lives and just like a fine piece of thread, before you even have time to react or realize exactly what has happened, you have been taken hostage by the cares of this world. You are now hostage to the affairs of entanglement. I am Elder Shanina Walker, and today on Let's Wrap, we'll be covering our three-part series entitled Affairs of Entanglement. Today is part one, Affairs of the Heart. Let's Wrap. Our key scripture for this entire series is going to be coming from 2 Timothy, the second chapter. We're going to begin at the third verse. Let's just see what God is saying to us in this text. He's saying, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warth entangled himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who have chosen him to be a good soldier. Now we know that this is the Apostle Paul speaking here to his son, Timothy. Apostle Paul was letting Timothy know that he had to suffer many things. And he was not talking about he had to suffer due to some sin that he created in his own life. But he was talking about he had to suffer in this body just like those who are not Christians suffer. Because the fact of the matter is we live in a corruptible body. And just like unbelievers, our body is going to go back to the dust of the earth. Unless the rapture take place first and the Bible tells us that they sh that remain shall be caught up with him in the air. So dead or alive, either way, we're going to be with the Lord. The apostle Paul was also letting his son Timothy know that a part of our suffering will also come from persecution of this world. The Bible tells us that they that live godly shall suffer persecution. Nevertheless, we should not be ashamed to suffer for Christ's sake. So the main thing the apostle Paul was trying to tell his son Timothy was you're going to suffer. There's going to be suffering as believers church. We're going to suffer, but what we cannot do and what we should not do, he said, is no man that wars, no man that's been called in service for the Lord should find himself or allow himself to be entangled with the affairs of this life. One thing I found out about us as believers, and I did say us, is that a lot of our suffering comes because we're finding ourselves being entangled with the affairs of this life. One of the main um, weapons of our enemy is to entangle us through affairs of the heart. Now, somebody listening to me right now may be saying, what are you talking about, Elder Walker? Affairs of the heart. I'm talking about family affairs. I'm talking about relationship affairs. There's also emotional affairs, and we know there's sexual affairs. But the enemy main uh, weapon for us is to use our family, family affairs. Why is this weapon so effective against us? Because it's not an enemy that can hurt you. Your, your uh, people that you don't know or people that you don't care about can hurt you as much as someone that you love. They can't hurt you like your family can hurt you. When God gave me this subject back in June, he began to deal with me with three areas of affairs of the heart. Affairs of the heart, meaning family affairs, relationship affairs. And then he began to give me emotional affairs. And as I stated before, there's sexual affairs. 
God began to deal with me with family. How many know that a lot of times in our lives, we tend to take on other people's issues. We tend to take on other people's problems. It can be your children. It can be your brothers, your sisters. It can be your mother, your father, your nieces, your nephew. Anytime the heart is involved where you love someone, we tend to want to have the best with them and we want to see the best with them. And I told you in our opening, we are not burden bearers. That is not our job. That is Jesus' job. So what we should do, we should take our burdens to him and leave them there. That's how we're going to overcome these relationship affairs. That's how we're going to overcome affairs of the heart. We're going to release these things and give them to God because we can't handle them. The truth of the matter is we are faced with a lot of situations. We are faced with a lot of circumstances within the dynamics of our own family. A, A lot of times our children are going through things. Our husbands are going through things. Our wives are going through things. They have their own baggage. They have their own uh, childhood problems. We have family dysfunction. You have all kinds of things that are going on within the dynamics of the family and we can't help them. I know me personally, I'm the type of person that want to make everything right. I want everything to be happy. I would have, I would say a slight control issue. I'm praying about it. I'm working on it because I want to see everybody be great. And when people come to me with their problems, when my children come to me with their issues and my family come with me with their issues, I want to be the one to fix the problem. We can't fix some things. We we have to give it over into the hand of Jesus and leave it there. We can't go back and pick it up. Why do I say we can't go back and pick it up? Because if you're not careful, you'll find yourself taking on that issue. You'll find yourself taking on that circumstance. It'll become your burden. You will be the one that can't sleep. You will be the one that can't eat. You will be worrying all the time. You will be anxious, full of anxiety. You'll be taking on all of the spirits that are plaguing these people. I'm telling you today, we have to give it to Jesus and leave it there. If you have found yourself being a burden bearer, I'm telling you today, you better take your burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Whatever the situation or the circumstance is, we have to give these things over to the Lord. Because the apostle Paul clearly told Timothy in this verse that no man that wars entangle himself with the affairs of this life. So what am I saying? I'm saying that we're on the battlefield. We're in a spiritual warfare. If you have been called to warfare for the Lord, you cannot allow yourself to allow other people's issue or other people's problems. Not, not your children, not your mother, not your brother, not your sister. You cannot allow yourself to become or begin to be entangled up with their issues. you All you need to do is pray about it, take it to Jesus and leave it there. You can't try to work it out. You can't try to fix it. You can't internalize it. Quote, one thing for sure, you can't try to figure it out. We cannot allow ourselves to be entangled with the cares of this world. We cannot allow ourselves to be entangled with our family affairs, our relationship affairs. We have to continue to try to please the one who have chosen us or called us to be a soldier. God has chosen us for a purpose. He has chosen us for a reason. We can't let our guard down and allow the enemy Remember in the opening, I began to talk about spiritual warfare, how the enemy will attack our mind because the battle is in the mind. You cannot allow your mind to get entangled with everything that's going on around you. It's more than you can handle. 
How do I know this? Because I found myself going through a situation or a circumstance a few months ago. I found myself being involved and engulfed with the affairs of my family. I began to take on the burdens of my children. I began to internalize. I began to try to figure it out. I began to try to work it out. I began to be engulfed with what was happening unto them. And how many know if we are the, the priests of the household, we are the, the one who's a prayer warrior of the household. That's what the enemy wants. If the enemy can get the head, he's going to get the ones under you. So you have to keep yourself prayed up. You have to keep yourself fast up. You have to keep yourself uh, entangled free from the affairs of your family. It's so much going on. We living in the last days. The Bible tells us that the natural love, the natural affection will be turned from one another. I used to think that that natural affection that the Bible was talking about meant between homosexuality, but no, he was talking about the love for family. He was talking about a mother. Love is waxing cold against her children. Brother waxing cold against brother, sister against sister, mother against daughter, daughter against father. The love of many have met wax cold. I want you to know today you are not a fireman. You cannot go around throughout your family trying to put out all the little fires. I know you want to save them. I know you want to help them. I know you want everyone to be great. I know you want everyone to be blessed, but you can't do it alone. You are not a burden bearer. You're going to find yourself entangled up with their affairs. The Bible tells us that we're not ignorant concerning the devil's devices. He said, our enemy he prowls around as a lion, a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the enemy is on the prowl. The enemy is going around seeking whom he may devour. He, we, we should not be ignorant concerning his tricks and his plots. And he is subtle. The enemy is very subtle. He will come in and he'll take one little thing and he'll blow that situation or that circumstance up. And you will find yourself engulfed in the midst of turmoil. How do I know? Because I've lived this thing. I've been through it. Another situation the Lord was telling me about. He said emotional affairs. And oh, do I know about emotional affairs. Before you know it, you are so engulfed in your friends. And when he began to tell me about emotional affairs, he was talking about those friends. We have to watch the people that we hang around. We have to watch the people that we let in our inner circle. We have to watch the emotional affairs. These are the ones that have the tendency to drain you the most, the emotional affairs. You ever met anybody who was just emotional draining? Some people are just needy. They always need from you. They're always, they're like leeches. They're always sucking, sucking, sucking. They're always taking and never giving, never adding to your life. You have to be aware of the people who emotionally drain you. That friend that's always coming around, always dumping. You are not a trash can. You ever had a friend, every time you see them, they don't have anything positive, always something negative, and they continue to dump stuff in your lap and dump stuff in your lap, and you just continue on listening and taking it in and while you're continuing to try to save them and while you're continuing to try to help them, you yourself are being entangled, entangled with their affairs, entangled with their emotions. Your mind is being tangled up. And one day you're going to wake up feeling oppressed. You're going to wake up feeling depressed. Why? Because you have allowed the affairs of this life to entangle. You have allowed the affairs of your family to entangle. You have allowed the affairs of your friends to entangle you. Again, you are not a burden bearer. That is Jesus job. When they come to you, you give that thing over to the Lord. Don't begin to try to eternalize their situation or their circumstance. I'm telling you, friends, we have to be careful when it comes to the affairs of the heart. This is one of the enemy's greatest weapons against us. Why do I continue to say that? The Bible tells in Jeremiah 17 and 9, 
It says their heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can know it but the Lord? It is only the Lord who knows the true heart, who knows what's in a person's heart, who knows their motives, who knows if they have our good intentions in mind or their bad intentions. Our job is not to be a people pleaser. Our job is to be a God pleaser. We have to please the one who enlisted us. We have to please the one who has chosen us to be a soldier. He has a job for you to do. You can't go around worried about what your friends think. You can't worry about what people think. A lot of you listen to me right now don't know how to say no to people. So you want to please them. You say yes to everything. I'm telling you right now, this is the quickest way to get yourself entangled and to keep yourself entangled. You have to learn how to say no to man and yes to God. I know what I'm talking about. I've been guilty. There's been times when I've wanted to say no to a situation and I would say yes. And then after I said yes, I would be like, why did I say that? Why didn't I just tell him no, I didn't want to do it. We have to learn how to please God, please the one who enlisted us. It is God who who created us. He is our God. He made us for his use, for his purpose, not for the use of man, not for you to be a trash can for people to dump into you. It is God who have made you and not we ourselves. We are his people. We are the sheep of his pastors. We are to please him and him alone. So we have to endure hardness. There's going to be times where we're going to have to say no. There's going to be times where you're going to have to say no to your children. There's going to be times where you have to say no to your brothers and your sisters. There's going to be have to be times when you say no to your husband, even to your wife. There's going to be times when you have to say no to your mother and to your father. There's going to be times when you have to say no to those cousins. There's going to be times when you have to say no to those so-called friends, friends that continue to try to lure you to do wrong, that can continue to draw you in. You you know, when you come around them, you have the tendency to fall back into your own ways. You have to say, no, the Bible says, be ye separated. We have to separate ourselves from these things and not allow ourselves to get entangled with the affairs of this life. There are many ways we can find ourselves getting entangled with the affairs of this life. And remember, I said, Satan is very subtle. He'll start out with a little thing. You'll start doing one thing and another thing and another thing. The Bible tells us a little leaven, leaven the whole lump. What does that that mean that means a little sin will leaven everything because you will take that one little thing will lead you down a path of a whole lot of things so it's best to cut it off at the at the head it's best to cut it off before it even begins say no you know the old saying just say no i'm telling you today church practice just saying no and in our conclusion, the Lord gave me sexual affairs. And we know that it all goes and coincides one into the other. When you go to begin to talk about emotional affairs, uh, many times, and I've been involved, believe me, I know what an emotional affair look like. I know what a sexual affair look like. Emotional affairs have the tendency to lead you into a sexual affair. I've been there. I've done that. God delivered me from that. And whom the son set free is free indeed. There's nothing like being free by the blood of Jesus. And I'm here telling you today, if you're listening to me and you're in an emotional affair right now, an emotional affair will lead you to a sexual affair. God can deliver you from either. Some of these things that we're dealing with are generational curses. God can break the generation curse of your life. You don't have to continue to find yourself being led down the wrong path. I'm telling you today, church, sexual affairs is the most prevalent affair, not only in the world, but it also has become a prevalent in the body of Christ. We have to know that our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit. We shall not continue to sin where that grace may abound. He says, God forbid 
us to continue to sin when we have been set free. We have to know and lay aside every sin, every sin and weight which do so easily beset us. If you are on the phone, if you have a friend, if you are talking to someone, if you have a coworker at work that you're continuing to go to, that you're continuing to confide in, that thing is going to become a sexual affair eventually. You have to cut it off. Cut it off at the head now, today. I'm not telling you something that I heard about. I'm telling you something that I've lived. I'm telling you about something that I had to fight to be delivered from. I'm telling you, God is a deliverer. He is still a healer. He can heal you and he will deliver you. He is a God that will forgive all your sins. It is not too late. You have to break the chains of the enemy off of your life. I'm telling you, a sexual affair is only going to cause you more problems. You're going to be entangled in your mind with the affairs of this life. You're going to be feeling like you're losing your mind, not knowing if you're up or you're down. I'm telling you right now, the Bible tells us that we have to present this body a living sacrifice. Why? Because when you commit a sexual sin, you are sinning against your own body. What does that mean? What does that look like? You're calling sickness and disease. You're calling illness against your own body. You're destroying this flesh. You're destroying the temple. And be not fooled. God is not marked. Be not deceived. The Holy Spirit will not dwell in an unclean temple. You might be like Samson. You'll be there shaking and nothing happening. I'm telling you today, church, we have to surrender all to God. We cannot afford to allow ourselves to get caught up with the affairs of this world. We cannot allow ourselves to be caught up in the affairs of the heart. You have to be careful and watch out for family affairs, emotional affairs, but most of all, sexual affairs. That's going to lead you to the road of destruction. We know that one of the greatest stories in the Bible was the story of David and Bathsheba. And we know it goes with our word that the Lord has given us today. It coincides with our key scripture. No man that war entangled himself with the affairs of this life. We know that David was a man of war. David was the king. David should have been out to war. His men were out to war on the battlefield at that time when he saw Bathsheba on the rooftop. And yet David called for her knowing and being told that she was another man's wife. Yet he still called for her. He got involved into a sexual affair with Bathsheba. And she gave birth to a son. The son died. But we know that David lost a lot behind that affair. David suffered a lot because of that affair. It continued to haunt David's future uh, family, future family members because of that affair. Be not deceived. God is not marked. Just because God has forgiven you, you're not only affecting you, but you're going to affect future generations. You're going to affect future people by the decisions you make. Regardless to what you may think, this thing is not just about you. This thing is about future generations. This thing is about people around you that God have entrusted into you. This thing is about you in warfare. No man that worth entangled himself with the affairs of this life. No man that worth entangle himself with family affairs. No man that worth entangle himself with emotional affairs. No man that worth entangle himself with sexual affairs, but he aims to please him that have chosen him to be a soldier. Let's pray. 
Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we come before you right now. God, we thank you for this powerful teaching. God, we declare and we decree this day that there will be deliverance through everyone that listened to this word today. God, we pray that you will break every shackle. God, that you will break every chain, break every soul tie, break and sever every attachment, oh God, that's been formed, oh God, unhealthy. God, we thank you right now for deliverance. God, you said that you are here to set us free by your blood in, in the name of Jesus. And we declare and we decree it today. God, we thank you right now, God, for what you're doing even now. God, we thank you for being done in the spirit and manifested in the flesh. God, have your way right now in the name of Jesus. God, everyone that's listening to me right now, touch God like only you can. Move by your spirit, oh God. Help us, oh God, that we will not entangle ourselves with the affairs of our family members, oh God, but we will keep our eyes on you, God. We will look towards the hill with cometh our help. God, forgive us for trying to be burden bearers, taking on what belongs to you. Help us to release it to you, God. Everything that has been brought to us, help us to take it to the altar and leave it there. God, we thank you right now for deliverance of our family, deliverance of our friends. God, we thank you right now for what you're doing. God, we thank you because there, you are mighty, God, and there is none like you. God, you are faithful to your word. And God, you will accomplish that which you sent it to do. Lord, we thank you. We bless you, God. We praise you. We lift you up, Jesus. There is none like you today, oh God. God, we just humble ourselves before your mighty hand. God, we know we're not everything that we need to be in you. But God, we come with a repentance heart and we ask that you will search us. God, move out everything that's not like you. Create in us a clean heart, oh God. Renew a steadfast spirit in us, oh God. Help us to denounce everything that's not like you, God. We break every generation curse today in the name of Jesus. God, we sever those soul ties in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you for deliverance this day in Jesus' name. God, we bless you. Satan, you a liar. You are a defeated foe. The blood of Jesus is against you. You have lost the battle. We come against you with the blood of Jesus. We bind every mind-binding demon. We bind every spirit of addiction. We bind every sexual addiction. We come against the spirit of pornography. We come against the sexual spirit of impurity. We come against every demon that would try to hinder the God's people from being and doing what he have called them to do. God, we thank you for this warfare that you have put us in. Now, God, we ask that you will put us on your whole armor. Put us on the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, oh God. Our feet show with the preparation and the gospel peace. God, help us to take up the shield of faith, oh God, and help us to use your word, which is the sword of spirit, to speak life, God, and not death, to speak over our lives, oh God, and the life of our family members, God. We trust you like never before, God. Move by your spirit. Oh, Move by your spirit today, God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, saturate us with your love, oh Father. God, you're more than enough, God. We don't need another lover, oh Father. We don't need another friend, oh God. All we need is you, God. Touch us like only you can. God, we thank you. We thank you for healing childhood hurts. We thank you for healing impure thoughts, oh God. We thank you for your deliverance today, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we declare and we decree it to be so. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. God, we just thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I do thank you. For listening to this series, we want you to continue to listen to this magnifying series that God has given me. 
God, I know this came from the heart of God. And I'm asking you now to continue to listen to affairs of entanglement. Watch your life turn around. I declare and decree you will be set free if you continue to listen to this word and get it in your spirit. We want you to continue to support this ministry. We want you to continue to listen, like, comment, and share. If you're not a friend of ours on Facebook and you're listening by podbean.com, we want you to go to Facebook, which is going to be Yasha Ministry Walker on Facebook. If you go there and you click on it and make yourself known and present to me, I do give out gifts. We are about to have our fourth year anniversary coming up for the podcast, and we're going to be giving away gifts the entire month of September. So we want you to be a part of that. Please join us. Please join us on Facebook. And if you haven't, we also have a Let's Wrap Relationship group page. Go to our group page. We post videos. We also post merit material and memes. We want you to go there and be with us. Drop uh, comments down on our page. Just be a part of our uh, Let's Wrap family. We do love you. We appreciate everything that you're bringing. We want you to continue to support. And if God leads you to be a patron or a supporter of this ministry, we would love for you to do so for less than $5 a month or more, whatever the Holy Spirit gives you to do. It will help us advance the gospel for the kingdom of God. I want you to know that I love you and Elder Walker love you, but God will always love you more. Until the next time, have a blessed day.